Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the people show. Check the Pulse of Western Nation brought to you by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. It is spring game week here in the great state of Nebraska. So I'm going to give you my top three things to keep your eye on this Saturday when you're watching the Huskers play the most highly publicized practice of the year this Saturday. All right, a couple of disclaimers really really quick before I get into those top three things. Number one, I could name just about every position on the entire team is something to keep your eye on. Quarterback, running back, goal line, wide receiver. We got a ton of guys to replace on the D-line. We got a ton of guys to replace in the secondary. I could maybe say linebacker and tight end, and they still got to earn, earn their starting positions. That'll never, never, never change in my mind. But Travis Volkolek at tight end and then the linebacker position are probably the only two spots where I'm like, yeah, I feel like I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. Even then, you know, who's going to supply the pass rush for the defense this year? Another thing to keep in mind, but I'm going to try to narrow it down to three things for you fine folks at home. Another thing to keep in mind is, as you know, spring games are very, very plain Jane. All right, nobody wants to show too much. Nobody wants to give away too much, especially now to being publicized on the Big Ten Network, which makes a ton of sense. So it's kind of hard to learn some things during these spring games. Coaches tend to keep things close to the vest. I get that, especially on defense. Let's be honest. When you got an offensive-minded head coach, which 9 out of 10 head coaches are, spring games are set up for the offense to look good. The last thing they want to hear about for the next three months until the season starts is why they're starting quarterback through five picks in the spring game. Okay. Also, coaches want to get out healthy, and that makes a lot of sense as well. I do know that the coaches at this time are considering, I don't know if this final decision has been made just yet at the time I'm recording this video, but they're considering instead of like, uh, an offense and defense on a red team versus an offense and a defense on a white team. They're considering all offense on one team versus all defense on another team in a certain scoring system that's set up. This has been done in the past. Mike Riley did it as well as Bo Pelini personally. Okay, and keep in mind, I'm old school, blue collar, in your face, smash mouth. I get it. Guys might get dinged up, but I'd go one offense versus the one defense. Two offense versus two defense. That's just how I would roll. I do know guys might get dinged up, but this, this, I don't know, this is tackle football, but that's just me. As long as we're not doing two-hand touch, I guess I'll be happy. But here are my top three keys or top three things to watch for this Saturday. First, the most anticipated thing probably is Mark Whipple's offense. What is it going to look like? We've heard about the downhill running of the running backs. We've heard about the offensive linemen exploding out of their stances like they're going to run a 40-yard dash. In other words, they're being more powerful, more power blocking. Okay. Combination of Whipple's offense, his normal offense, and Scott Frost's sped offense. How, how exactly is that going to work? What's it going to look like? I do expect more of Whipple's normal offense than anything else. And how quickly are guys catching on? Okay, how quickly are they catching on to the offense? Is there a ton of penalties? Is there a sloppy play? You are going to keep it very basic and vanilla, so it should be pretty crisp and clean. Number two, the quarterbacks. I know I'm shocking you with that one. Your jaw hit the floor. The quarterbacks. We need to watch the quarterbacks. Yeah, you got to watch the pretty boys. I used to be a quarterback. I will make that joke to the end of the time. End of time, whether it's funny or not. Casey Thompson. He's the guy that's getting all the headlines right now. He's the projected starter at this point in time. Based on everything I'm hearing, it's all good things. So, Casey Thompson. How's he look? How's he making decisions? He's really good at the intermediate passings, pass routes, passing completions, throwing those routes. Something we haven't had really since... Joe Gans in 09, 010, whatever he played. I only played with him, I should know. Um, but how's he look? Also, who's slotted to be the second quarterback? Also, Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harburg, ever since Chubba Purdy and Casey Thompson got here, those guys have been here the longest. They kind of have taken a back seat. So how do they look? Where are they slotted? How are they doing? How quickly are these, these quarterbacks making their reads and decisions? Adrian Martinez did a ton of great things here at Nebraska. 
just like every other player under God's hot sun, he's got things in his game he needs to work on. He wasn't very quick at making reads and or decisions, which him nothing but the best, just my honest evaluation. But it got me curious about the current quarterbacks in that room. How quickly are they making their reads and making their decisions? All right, number three, and yes, it is hard to learn things about the defense, but I am going to quickly address the defense because every defense we ever ran in every spring game, it drove me nuts as a player, very plain Jane. We didn't blitz a lot. In fact, one spring game, we only blitzed one quarterback. We didn't blitz anyone else. It was Joe Daly. If anybody remembers all that drama, the Billy C stuff and stuff like that, uh, makes you chuckle now. If you, if you don't remember it, don't worry. You didn't miss out on all the drama. But what it can, what you can find out is one-on-ones. Who can win the one-on-one battles? What DBs can cover a receiver one-on-one? What outside linebacker, defensive end, can win a one-on-one pass rush? Because you're not going to blitz a ton. Who can win the one-on-one pass rush battle versus the offensive line? Who's going to win those one-on-ones? Who can help us out defensively? I'll give you a bonus. Special teams. I'm going to keep my eye on special teams. And if you're asking yourself why... Have you watched our team play the past couple of years? I I do expect them to be better. I'm curious to see how special teams look on Saturday. Until next time, Husker Nation, go big. Red and always remember, to the boat. This show is brought to you by X-Cancer. Join the fight at xcancerstore.com and support your loved ones, your neighbors, and cancer fighters all over the world and help them gain access to revolutionary treatments. xcancerstore.com has a wide variety of t-shirts and merchandise supporting a wide variety of cancer battles so you can show off the colors that matter. Proceeds from each purchase not only help those at home, but also cancer fighters in Tanzania, Africa. Check them out at xcancerstore.com.